0: How to quit books and still be smart. This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders and the books or articles they recommend. Then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves. Elise, introduce yourself.
1: I'm Elise. I am a member of the scriptwriting team.
0: So, as a writer, I'm assuming you've read a little bit. Are you reading anything now?
1: Yes, actually. I just finished Mary by Vladimir Nabokov, which is his first novel. And I'm about to start up Invitation to a Beheading.
0: That sounds morbid. <laughs> so related to this topic of reading, I was reading an article by this blog called Farnham Street. And the overarching idea of this article is that you should quit books. And I'm going to extrapolate on this. So basically what this guy is saying is like, life is too short to read bad books or even read sections of books that are boring. And I was recommending this article because I was talking to a friend who reads a lot and I was telling him about this book, Bowling Alone, which has a very depressing title and is uh, just as depressing after you read the title. It's like very stats focused. It gets so lost in the data that I get lost in the data. And I don't like being lost, surrounded by all these numbers, which is why I uh, am not studying mechanical engineering anymore. But what this guy is saying is basically don't read boring stuff. And so he defines different levels of reading. So there's elementary reading which is the reading taught in our elementary school so like voicing everything that is on the page in your head. There's inspectional reading which is like a superficial read where you skim you dive in and out and you get a feel for the book and then just there's analytical reading which is like what we usually do in college so this is like a thorough reading where you're chewing on things usually something to do with like poetry or something like that and then some topical reading which is diving into a topic and bouncing between a bunch of different books and filling in your blind spots and so he's saying that you should employ all of these methods when tackling a book especially if you're trying to learn more about a topic my experience with it so far is basically instead of reading maybe you know 20 to 30 pages and these like the words are tiny I read a hundred pages but like I just skipped over the boring stuff and I realized I didn't miss much in terms of what I would actually take away and apply to my life. And so I think my reading habits are changed now because now I can read more and read more interesting things. And I'm wondering with this knowledge, is this something that you have applied or used in your life?
1: depends on the book. I think it would be a uh, terrible act to do that through and punishment or something like that. You read the whole book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that there are a ton of books where you can probably do something where you're getting a lot of reiterations of similar things. And honestly, right when you talked about kind of skimming over something and still getting the gist of it, Into the Wild is a really good example of a book about Chris McCamless who went off to the Alaskan wilderness and he has pages and pages and pages talking about the foliage and the the plants. If you're really into that that's super interesting. If you're if you're kind of reading the book just to get the glimpse of this person's experience, you could probably understand without it. So I think there's definitely a time and place. Do
0: you think it's as relevant cross genre? This is a book basically about the progression of society and and I feel like the stuff that you're referencing is more narrative which seems that And I actually, I'm going to disagree with you on crime and punishment. I think like, isn't the point just to like enjoy the book? So whatever allows you to enjoy the book better, if that means skimming should be done. Or is it like there's a sanctity that you tie to allowing the author to imprint his or her original thoughts onto your brain?
1: Yeah, I think it's part of the suffering with those tomes. I think you just got to do it. I think you just got to suffer through it. (laughs) Like, you got to suffer through it. A whole
0: lot of suffering.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, they want you to experience that. But no, that's a good question. With cross genres, that's a really good question. I'm not sure. Like, I think about another one, a really, really, really long one by Dawkins, Selfish Gene. I don't know if you need to hear all of his analogies about when regarding evolution. I don't know if you need to. You could probably do fine. So in fairness, maybe you don't need to read every word Dawkins puts on the page in a similar way. So maybe cross-genre, they're in a different category, perhaps.
0: In Elise's words, (laughs) sometimes you can skip over things and just be fine. See you next week.